I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one 844-COSENTIX. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 543. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, why I think relationships fail, truly, plain and simple. And it's as follows they fail because someone, maybe you, maybe them, is too focused on outcomes rather than the value of being in a relationship in the first place. That is, relationships fail because someone wants the title of being in a relationship, but they don't want to be the thing that makes the title work. Relationships fail because someone wants a girlfriend, but doesn't want to be a boyfriend. Wants a boyfriend, but doesn't want to be a girlfriend. Wants a wife, but doesn't want to be a husband. Wants a husband, but doesn't want to be a wife. Any combination you can think of. So many people want the right relationship, but don't want to be the right person. They want, to, they want the right relationship, they want the right partner, but they don't want to be the right partner themselves. And we've gotten so in our heads, I think, as a society because of pressure, because of norms and expectations and the pressure that we brew in our own hearts and it becomes our own pressure to not be single, pressure to not fall behind, that we've become so focused on having someone, having a title, having a partner that we forget that Without the motivation to be a partner, it won't last. You cannot skip this step. You cannot. No exceptions. You cannot expect a relationship to work if you don't want to be a partner. You have to want to be a partner. 
to want to give, to put in the work required of having the title that sounds good on paper, being in a relationship, having a boyfriend, having a girlfriend or whatever it may be. You have to want to be a partner, not just have a partner. Does that sound familiar to you? Probably, right? Have you ever come across people who want the idea of a relationship with you? They want a partner. They want to have a partner, but they themselves haven't quite mastered the idea of being a relationship person themselves, of being a partner themselves. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about why. Why does this happen and how to spot these kinds of people, people who want a partner but don't want to be a partner. Let's get into it. Quick reminder as I get into it, my new journal, the Bold Journal, is available now on Amazon. There's no greater way of reminding you of your power than journaling. It's changed my life. It reminds you that you have your own back. It shows you deep down what you deserve. It reminds you what you deserve, who you deserve. So I hope you take some time uh, this year, next year, to start journaling. The Bold Journal is a simple form of journaling. It's the simplest, most practical way that I've learned to approach journaling. And I'd love to have you join me. And you can get it on Amazon, the Bold Journal. But back to the topic here. Why are some people so obsessed with having a partner but not being a partner? I think it comes from two places. The first, I just mentioned it, but expectations, pressure, rushing. That's generational pressure. When are you going to get married? What are you doing with your life? Are you dating? And societal pressure, right? You look around and and literally your friends are all in relationships. And yeah, practically that changes things. (laughs) It changes life. You feel lonely. And that's, of course, okay because Pressure is no joke. Uh, It's not some mythical thing that we could just ignore. We all feel pressure when it comes to what we do and, and the rationale we carry with us as we do it. Pressure dupes us into getting into relationships we have no business getting into. It dupes us into skipping this crucial first step of asking ourselves, do I want to be a partner, not just have a partner? And it dupes us into accepting the behavior of those very people people who want a partner but don't want to be a partner. And I'm sure, unfortunately, at some point you've come across someone who wanted you but didn't want to be a partner with you. They wanted their cake and to eat it too. And it might not have been like this manipulative, narcissistic thing. It might have been born of this very tendency I'm describing here that says a lot of people skip the first step of asking themselves, I want a partner, but do I want to be a partner? Do I want to be a relationship person? Do I want to provide? Do I want to be someone who makes the title of having a boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever it is, am I worthy of that? And I and I think this definitely comes from a place of pressure, but I also think it comes from our obsession in life and work and love with outcomes. Outcomes. We are obsessed with outcomes. We all look for signs that we're doing the right thing, that we're on the right path to that outcome. Outcomes that say, oh, you're good. You've got a hang of life. You're not falling behind. You're not doing it wrong. Good job, (laughs) right? Like we look to home ownership. We look to, do you make six figures? We look to, do you own a car as outcomes for success? And in dating and love, we look for relationship status. And specifically, we look to marriage as the sign that, hey, you're doing it right. You're doing relationships right. You are lovable. That once you're married, you can say you checked the love box. Outcome, got it, good. All the while, completely forgetting that it is absolutely ridiculous to say that the only worthwhile love to have or to have had is one that is permanent. 
that is marked by marriage, that is marked by some paperwork. We lose sight of the value of being in a relationship in the first place. We're so focused on title, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, marriage, in a relationship, not single, not lonely, that we lose sight of the purpose of love. And I know that sounds cheesy, but let's address this. And I think I talked about this idea a while back, and this will be a good entry point. The idea of should you date for marriage? But let's come back to it and peel away the layers here so you can better navigate people who are focused on outcomes, who want to have a partner, but don't want to be a partner because it's very closely related to this idea here. So the question, should you date for marriage? Should you only date for marriage? I say, sure, right? Ultimately, the point of dating, if you are monogamous, right, is is to find someone, one person, and to spend forever with that person. But I don't think approaching dating with that specific goal in mind is very compassionate or very fair for you. And it's the same with other big vision goals you have in your life. I think we need to take back our power from trying to get certain outcomes and instead just focus on doing the things that will ultimately make you that way and yeah, deliver the outcome. Marriage, for instance, you can still operate from a very defined sense of is this a yes or is this a no? You can have high standards. You can be very type A in your life. You can date with intention and focus because you want something that will last forever, but you can switch your mentality and you'll find yourself dating in a way that's unforced and frankly, more enjoyable, right? So you could have an outcome in mind. Absolutely. Great. Say I'm at a point in my life where I want to have a partner. I want a a serious relationship, but a rewarding, compassionate, enjoyable, emphasis on enjoyable dating life is one that is lived free of the pressure we put on ourselves to have certain things and be a certain way. So instead of saying, I am dating for marriage, say, I am dating to find someone who understands me. I am dating to find someone who chooses me in the same way I choose them. I'm excited. I'm dating to find someone I'm excited to live my life with, right? Those are the things that will deliver the outcome you want. Marriage, sure. Commitment, sure. They will help you realize and receive the actual value of a relationship. And then the title, the commitment, marriage down the line. And this is a big thing because, come on, (laughs) the value of being married isn't the fact that you're married, right? The, The value of being in a relationship isn't the fact that, oh, thank God I'm not single. I'm in a relationship. It's what happens in the confines of a relationship. It's love, it's understanding, it's mutual enthusiasm, it's depth, it's selflessness, it's a shared adventure, it's all these things. That is what we actually want deep down. But to my point in the opening, we're rushing, we feel pressure to not fall behind. And as a result, a lot of people chase the title, the outcome alone. A lot of people you date might do this. They're so focused on having the title, having a partner, being in a relationship that they lose sight of what a relationship actually offers and most important point actually requires of them. A relationship requires something of you. Of course, people forget this. They forget that to receive these things and the title. Sure. They have to be that person too. Hey, real quick. This show is sponsored by better help. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? 
What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread, Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. They can want a partner, but they have to be a partner. So yes, to answer the question, sure, date for marriage. But the mentality, the focus, the compassion is on the small things. Date to find someone who understands you. Date to find someone who compliments you, who balances you, who challenges you. Wouldn't you say that is the person that, yeah, maybe you ideally would marry? Wouldn't you say that focusing on the individual things will lead you to avoid settling, will lead you to avoid dismissing red flags, and in the context of this episode, will lead you to you know not overlook someone who doesn't actually want to be a partner? So focus on the little things that will give you the big outcomes you want. And this makes life more enjoyable, right? If this sounds like a life that you enjoy, where you get what you want, where you enjoy it because you're focused on the little things that you can control. Your mentality is in the present, and that is what makes life enjoyable. That is what makes dating enjoyable. So in this context, we have to focus on this in a partner. We have to be able to decipher between someone who only wants a partner and someone who wants a partner and wants to be a partner. You deserve someone who wants to be a partner, someone who realizes the value of a relationship isn't in the outcome, it isn't in the title, it isn't in the paperwork, it's in the substance, it's in the love, and that requires both of you to want to be a partner. So really that's the episode in judging yourself, in judging your partner. Do both of you want to be partners? Not just that both of you want to be in a relationship, But do both of you want to be partners in the relationship? And, you know, frankly, the answer might be no. And that is so okay. There's a time and place to be a partner. And there's a time and place to be wild and free and without any attachment. I don't think anyone's a bad person for embracing that time in life. But what we're not doing any longer is we're not entertaining someone in dating who only wants you and doesn't want to be with you. 
who doesn't want to be a partner? And something I wrote on Instagram the other day that I think will maybe offer some some more substance to this. I said that the best thing you can do for yourself is value consistency more than interest. I said that you deserve someone who loves you with actions consistently because actions show that they want to be a partner, not just that they want a partner. As a society, to my point earlier, we're so obsessed with finding the quote right person And as a result, we tend to look at our relationships through the lens of, does this feel right? But there's a lot of people who might feel right to you. There's a lot of people who are funny and attracting and easy to get along with. That's not enough. There's so many of those people. Just because someone is interested in you isn't enough. Just because someone says they want to be in a relationship isn't enough. What makes someone right or wrong for you is what they do, is whether or not they show up as a partner, action, verbs right? You deserve someone who is the right person because they do the right things. In the same way you do the right things for them, you deserve someone who wants to be the right person, who wants to be a partner. That's someone who makes promises and keeps them, who listens not only to what you say, but also to why you're saying it. That's someone who doesn't want you to be low maintenance. They want you to be real. That's someone who can admit mistakes instead of making excuses. That's someone who takes the time to really understand you, who genuinely cares about how their actions impact you, who prioritizes openness, understanding over being right. That's someone who doesn't make you guess how they feel. I can go on and on and on, but these are actions that say this person wants to be a partner. They don't only want a partner. So plainly said, if you're trying to figure out whether someone is genuinely interested in a relationship or they just want the perks of having a partner, having the the metaphorical or actual paperwork, pay attention to their actions. I know it's such simple advice, but we all forget this. Every single one of us forget this. Someone who is truly interested in being a partner, they will make consistent effort to be that person. They will show interest in your thoughts, in your life, in your feelings. They will make an effort to be there, to initiate, to be there and understand in good times and bad times. The flip side is what we tend to tolerate too much of. Someone who is more interested in having a partner for the sake of having one without wanting to put themselves in the position of having to be a partner themselves. Their behavior is going to be different. They're going to be inconsistent. They're going to engage with you when it's only convenient for them or when they need something. They'll cancel. They'll be flaky. It'll be surface level. They'll avoid deep conversations. A lot of this stuff I've already talked about in the podcast a lot, but draw a line here. Make this your point of focus. Do they want a partner and do they want to be a partner? I think in the end, a genuine partner, someone who wants to be a partner, they're reliable. They're consistent. They might not always do the perfect things, but they will try. They're willing to put in the work and communicate and be there for you. If you're not seeing that, it might be a sign that they are more interested in having a partner than being one themselves. So that's it. Under right there. Something to think about. Draw a line between someone who wants a partner and someone who wants to be a partner. You deserve the latter because you yourself are willing to put in the work as a partner yourself. So end it there. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend. And if you're enjoying the podcast as a whole, if you could take just a couple of seconds to leave a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd appreciate that. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one 844-COSENTIX. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.